On this episode of Blending Bourbon, Dixon and I discuss the state of American whiskey and how it's not as simple as slapping a label and a story on a bottle to create a winning brand. Blending Bourbon is the podcast that takes you beyond the barrel and behind the scenes of the whiskey industry with master blenders Dixon Dedman and David Mark Young. Welcome back to another episode of Blending Bourbon. I am Dixon Dedman. 2XO Whiskey, joined as always by my dear, dear friend, the owner and master blender of Golden Sheaf, and the guy who claims on his MySpace page to have the best cankles in the Midwest, Mr. David Mark Young. Hello, David Mark Young. <laughs> Hi, Dixon Dedman. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I kind of pulled that one out of thin air. I, I, I know that was, I was not prepared. I, I was <laughs> now I'm gonna have a complex. <laughs> looking at my calves and my ankles in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. That's okay. How are you? I, you know, I'm good. I'm good. 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 It's uh the rainy day here in Omaha. I mean, it's it, Omaha. It's like real summer here now. Like nice. 80s, sunny muggy and we're only getting started but wow nice well i was fortunate i spent the majority of the week last week and the weekend on the east coast and it was summer it was a beautiful weekend like chasing women or were you working or you know always, always working always working yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> who do you think i am <laughs> I, I i i know you didn't pick up on it but i, I wore the uniform it's, i don't have a oh. but i wore oh, the well i can go change it's not the too uniform late. i i don't i didn't do my hair and i've <laughs> i don't know where i i don't have any glasses but i <laughs> tried i got parts of the take my glasses David off young uniform that's good. That's good. And then I can start to introduce you creatively. How's that? We tried that. You were terrible at it. I am um, at it. Yeah. Yeah. Yours are much yeah. better. I mean, the, the bar is set extremely high. Yeah. No, you're, you're, you know, if there's one thing you're not, it's, um, an off the cuff guy. Like that's, <laughs> that's not, that's not your thing. And I have cankles. Oh man, this this episode is going uh, downhill. Yeah, rapidly. but if you listen to all the intros, you also have a belly button ring, and and I mean you've got. Sorry, my my, my beanie baby collection. You can't even see it. It's amazing. Oh right, I forgot about that one. Yeah, yeah. You were a um, model for Paul Mitchell. <laughs> that, that, that's true. International. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no all right what are you drinking there by the way i saw you raise a glass um i have some uh some samples of uh these are single barrels of the double barreled high rise stuff that i am uh working through that will eventually be the uh the gem of kentucky like the the double barreled single barrel we're going to release and probably october um and i just i found one and i was like oh i'm gonna bottle this one and 
I'm going to take all of those cases and put them in my uh, in my house for me because <laughs> it's that good, huh? Yeah, it's just kind of a fun one. Nice. Um, what what are you what are you drinking? I am also drinking a couple of samples. I have um, some rye finished in white port and some bourbon finished in white port, but the rye is exceptional it's it's pretty amazing it's really good um and these are to be released golden sheaf things or they're yeah, these will be, be part of things or they're yeah yeah they'll be so i'm we're we're, we're getting ready to release you know we released the the bourbon and port um quite some time ago but the it's dister version the 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 rye it's actually a weeded rye finished in red port cask. Uh, that'll be out uh, late next week, actually. Okay. Okay. Yeah. In 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 Omaha exclusively, like for like the nine of nine people listening will need to go to Omaha to to get yep. that or yep. um Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, this will be a small batch. It'll be um it's about four hundred bottles. Nice. Um, but this, this how does, is, how, how, how does, how does a brother give one of those? You know, I, you gotta know a guy. I know a guy. I'll introduce you. We know guys. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I've got the little Dixon Deadman allocation set aside. Hmm. It's, yeah. We'll, we'll make sure that you get, the, I love it. You get hooked up. Um, but this, this is, so the, the red port weeded rye finish will be out next week. This is rye finished in white port and it time out what is first of all what's the logo on that glass this is the bourbon capital guild okay secondly i love those glasses i have yeah, some i think i think the ones i have are willet um i think they gave me a set of four of those i nice. i really love those glasses what what is yeah. that what is that called we have six people that watch on youtube and three people that <laughs> listen um but what what is that do you know what that glass is called i don't know what it's called no uh, i love those glasses yeah i do too i really do i'm i'm, I'm gonna look into getting some of these with the, the golden sheaf logo on them if i were to describe yeah. it for those of you who are just listening it, it's it's like a glencairn that you kind of smushed and then you took the goofy ass foot off the bottom of it right that's that's the best way i can describe it yeah so it myself. doesn't have the, the 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 bulbous kind of Oh, bulbous, bulbous base. It doesn't have the base. It's kind of like a Glencairn that's that's smushed and and it's a little more angled at the bottom of the bowl. Um, but I I think I, I love those glasses. Yeah, me too. Yeah, they're um, they you know they remind me a little more of um, just like in the blending lab. You know, we've got graduated cylinders and beakers and flasks and all the things, and it it just reminds me a little more of that sort of 
resonates with the lab. But I don't know. I think I, I you know, I always... what a lame ass comment. Sorry. <laughs> it's, 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 it reminds me of my beaker and my graduated cylinder and my pipette. <laughs> dips into my... It reminds me. It's more chemistry is. Chemistry-esque. What are you talking about? <laughs> All right. I... So, you send me into the giggles here. <laughs> no, I was going to say this... I think oh. of this glass as being a little more American style. I, this is, you know, the, even though this is kind of standard glass, you, you know, you see these everywhere, tastings and... Um, you know, they are the most popular, but I, I always associate these with, you know, European whiskey. Okay. So Scottish I have two Irish. things to say to that. Yes. One is, and when I do all the, when I used to do all the tastings at the end, um, I had these great, I still have them. I don't know. They're somewhere in here, but you know, I had these, uh, they're like I think they're five or six ounce wine glasses, like small, but just very basic wine glasses because if you know what's happening in a Glencairn or with a Glencairn, you're good. But if you yeah. don't, you're screwed. And right. we would have all these people who were, um, you know, and they were just kind of like, Oh, I, that's what you do. You stick your nose in this glass. Well, the Glencairn glass designed for european whiskeys scotch whiskeys irish whiskeys uh very tapered nose so that it, it funnels uh it funnels the nose works perfectly when you're talking about an 80 proof 90 proof scotch right uh you put 120 proof bourbon in this thing and somebody puts their nose all the way down in it and they're not going to smell anything for two days. Their eyes are going to water. Their nose is going to run and, you know, whatever. I was one time at the Willet Distillery uh, with some friends. And my friend Drew, uh, Drew Colesveen, uh, who's, you know, uh, his family, his father, Evan, and he and his sister own Willet. And Drew was like, oh my gosh, you got to meet this guy. Like you got, he's, he's here. You got to meet him. And I was like, oh, okay. Who is this guy? And he was like, he's, I can't remember his name. Um, and so this guy comes over, Hey, I'm, you know, I'm so-and-so I'm like, Hey, I, you know, or, or I, I, I take that back. Drew introduced me and like, this is so-and-so I said, Hey, I'm Dixon Dedman. Nice to meet you. And he starts talking and I have no idea what he's saying. Like he's speaking a different language. He is. He's Scottish. Like speak. I, I don't, I don't know this language. I don't, I don't know what he's saying. And I was like, yeah, it's so nice to meet you. I'm looking at Drew. Like we can't translate. Like what, what is, um, you know, what's happening and, and he's just like going on and on and a lot of a lot of gestures and, and, and all this stuff and come to find out it's his family that like owns and and you know they're they're the Glencairn family. They designed but 
thickest accent I have ever, like, ever come across. And then finally got to a point and I was, you know, and he could tell. He was like, oh, this dude has no, like, this hillbilly has no idea what I'm saying. (laughs) And we got to this point and we were having a conversation and I was like, I really appreciate the glass your family makes. And he's looking at me, he was like, I really appreciate the bourbon you create. I've, and we're we're having this, and it, it's like one of those. We we were we were speaking the same language, but we were not speaking the same language. Nicest guy in the world sent me a bunch of glasses when he got home. Um, really cool. Um, sorry, no idea why I got on that tangent. It's a cool story. Yeah, it's funny. Me, Dixon. <laughs> That's exactly bourbon. what it was. The, you yeah me like glass <laughs> mm, yum yeah so myrden our producer says it's a it's a glencairn made by arc cardinal it's called the kenzie dram hmm. yeah so I, I, so. I got i got a, i got his card somewhere and um one time yeah we we connected he sent me a bunch with it may have been my consulting logo on it but anyway it, it was you talk about that it, and and then it got to the point i was like can we we had we had a couple excuse me a couple of bourbons and then his he slowed down his his it slowed down and then i was like can you just tell me a story like can you read me a book i love i, I love your <laughs> stroke i get my hair and read like, to me. no i get that a lot and and it usually comes when i've had a couple drinks and we're like i'm in whatever california and people are like hey can you just can you just talk for a little bit i don't really care what you're gonna say just you know it's almost like yeah it sounds words sound funny coming out of your mouth. Like, and I didn't mean that that way. Like I just loved his accent. People do that to me a lot. They're like, "Mm, can you just say that sentence again? I'm not really paying attention to the words, but it just, it's kind of funny. Pasta carbonara. (laughs) Good story. My parents do that. They're like, they're like, yeah. Um, we're, we're going to this Italian restaurant called Giuseppe's. And it's like, you don't, you, you don't have to do that. You don't like, have just, to say it in that dialect. Yeah. I had a ham sandwich with provolone. <laughs> provolone. You, you, don't, you don't need to do that. Mamma mia. <laughs> That's funny. I have, you know, I, I have a rant. You want a rant? Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't know if we were going to talk about glasses the whole time. I mean, I'm a glass snob, so we can... Oh, we yeah. Can let's talk, talk more about glasses. About glasses. No, no, no. Listen. No, what other glasses? My rant can wait. Go ahead. What glasses do you want to talk about? Oh, there's... So do you do you have a go-to... I mean, I mean, I, you know, I've never really done this. I've never really sat, you know, done done a, a glass test side by side. So it's interesting just right now as we're talking about it. Um, I do. I love this glass. This is the, the Kenzie Dram. I, I love this a lot. But there are so many styles of glasses. I, I tend to change it up too. Just kind of depends on what mood I'm in. But um, yeah, I have a variety, to say the least, of of glass types. Mm. And, I mean, I'm I'm a I, 
I will drink anything out of anything. Um, <laughs> Here's this old boot we found. Yeah, you got it. I'll do it. Um, if like if I'm work like if I'm like I need I need that consistency. Like I need and 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 that yeah. I, I don't I I could go get one, but I hate to leave. But um, like that, if I'm blending. I you know, always use the same set of stemware and they're actual stemware, uh, not because I like put my pinky finger up and whatever, but it's just like, I, I know, um, I know what I'm getting there. I know that yeah. there is consistency. It's always funny. Is like, you know, you sit down at a tasting or like, you know, people are like try this, try this. Like one's in a rocks glass one's in a Glencairn one's in a whatever. And one's in either like, right. I, I, I always, um, I try to eliminate any anything that's gonna um because you just can't you yeah know, you just, change. You just, so like when when it comes time to to blend to taste to you know i i always go back to this very generic i think it's six ounce libby glass i mean i have i don't know six seven cases of them in the back because that's what i used to use for for tastings at the end and i just like i know i i, I know oh yeah it's like it's looking like, at something from a different lens it's it changes the perspective of how you yeah when i was a professional things. baseball player you know i was uh, you had to have like it's my glove you know i couldn't use somebody it's, else's glove had to be it's the Dixon Didman signature model. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. You remember exactly what it tastes like too. Yeah. I mean, that's part yeah. of the ritual. <laughs> yeah. You don't lick your own glove. <laughs> All right. Tell me your rant. Tell me your rant before I start pulling out glasses here. Uh, this could be funny rant, to watch you rant, pull out rant, glasses, rant. but oh man, I've got so many different types of glasses. Need, I am. Yeah. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a glass junkie uh, i um I mean, it's not a good thing or a bad thing so about this you know this little break uh from travel which has been fantastic caught up on a lot of stuff um except for ted lasso i'm not caught up on ted lasso but oh, yeah. caught up on a lot of stuff um good good family time good you know but what 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 I have done over the last little bit is um, fielded, uh, if that's a word, a number of of calls. It's a baseball term. Um, you know, and it, it, like consulting calls. Sure. And one of the things that I just. Uh, Cause it's been a lot today and man, could I tell some stories, but I, I, multiple conversations outside of today regarding future of American whiskey. What's happening in America in American whiskey? Where is American whiskey going? What is, what does it look like? What are the challenges? Whatever. Like, okay, those are interesting conversations. Done some interviews with some writers and things like that about that. But I 
keep and that's great i love it i love trying to help people i love trying to you know and i'm i'm very honest as i was with you you know i i i kind of call a spade a spade like i'm yeah. i'm not trying to make any money off anything i just i'm i'm honest i'm up front here's my opinion take it leave it i don't really you know whatever this we're in a place right now in in american whiskey Sometimes I feel like everybody thinks this is the field of freaking dreams. Uh -huh. Like if you build it, they will come. If you like, okay, well, I'm a boss barrels. I got this story. I'm going to put it in a bottle and I am going to get rich as hell. I mean, and, and I, I've had this conversation. I, I keep having these conversations and and I keep, you know, I just, I know that the people who appreciate, um, you know, what, what you've accomplished, what, you know, what, what we're trying to do, what, you know, all this stuff, like, I know that everybody understands like the, 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 the true bourbon person realizes this is really hard and it requires a lot of effort and money and luck and you gotta be kind of crazy and you know all that. <laughs> but, but i swear i mean like i'm inundated with these phone calls and these people are like yeah so i got this guy and he's got a little money and he just wants to throw it at this thing and it's gonna turn into a gajillion like three times today three different calls wow three times a day three different calls i heard essentially yeah George Clooney, Ryan Reynolds, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yep. Like all of these people are just like, yeah, if I just if I just put some shit in a bottle, I'm gonna hit a home run just like George Clooney, Ryan Reynolds, and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Right. And I mean, I have to, I have to take a deep breath sometimes and be like, do, do you, do you really think it's that easy? Right. Do you really think it's that simple? I think some people do. I think that's why this podcast has been such a big hit because it's, transparent it's showing things that people you know it's it, it, in the timing couldn't be better because when you look at so so i spent the majority of the weekend with with family and and folks that that aren't in tune with what i'm doing 100 percent, you know from day to day and uh, they're not whiskey connoisseurs and it was interesting, you know, they'd ask questions and I'd tell the stories and it was different telling the stories of kind of what I do. And, it, you know, it made me realize more and more how unique this uh, universe is, you know, this um, community market, whatever you want to call it. 
it's very unique. And I, I'm sure there's things out there that are like that, you know, that somebody would, would talk about that they're passionate about and they're really into, and I wouldn't have the slightest clue what they're talking about. But what, you know, what I'm telling them that, um, you know, about all the things that I do on a regular basis, they're like, so, so people like line up to go get bottles of whiskey, like, like, you know, to pay a hundred dollars or more for a bottle of whiskey. Like they're, they're standing in lines to, you know, do raffles or they're paying, you know, double, triple the price in the secondary market because they can't get it. I, they, they're just baffled. And, you know, so for us to talk about it, it's just common knowledge, all, you know, all the things that we do, but maybe, you know, but sometimes too. I don't think it is like, sometimes I think we take it for granted. For example, it's conversation. One of the conversations today was like, look, you know, the way we, you know, the way we do the math is if we sell, I can't remember what they're saying, 5,000 bottles at a hundred bucks a piece. And, and we, we factor in the, and I was like, stop, yeah. stop right there. Because if you're selling 5,000 bottles at a hundred bucks a piece, it means that the shelf price SRP price is somewhere between one eighty nine ninety nine and one ninety nine ninety nine, right? Maybe a little bit higher. And they're like, well, why is that <laughs> margins? It's like, you don't understand. You sell it to that $50 bottle on the shelf. Right. The producer sells that bottle to a distributor for about half that, sometimes less. Right. And they're like, well, that doesn't make any sense. I was like, that's the cost of doing business. That bottle that gets sold off the shelf has been sold two additional times since it left you. It's sold to a distributor, then sold to a retailer, and then, then sold to the consumer. And there are markups and there are taxes all along the way. And they're just like, wow. Fascinating. Yeah. I was like, yeah, do some research. Um, <laughs> or watch this podcast. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it just, it, it blows me away. It's like, oh yeah, well I can, I can do this. I mean, if, if so-and-so's bottle is selling for $140 and I'm going to basically sell something for 120 and I'm just going to say, well, it's cheaper than this one. And then I'm going to be George Clooney selling my brand for a billion dollars. Right. That that's what, that's what's happened to me here in the last little bit. And I just, you know, it just, it, and I want to say, you know, and, and, and then these people are like, yeah, well, here's what we want to do. What we want to do is, is kind of pay you to do all the stuff. And then, uh, you know, because we have a name, it's going to help sell it. And so we're not really going to put up any money. We're going to find a partner that'll put up the money. They'll pay you. And then because we have a name, we'll just get rich off the fact that our, and it's like, you, you don't, is it that, is it really that easy from the outside looking in? I mean, I don't, I don't know that there are many businesses I look at and say, Oh, I could get real rich, real fast in that right. business. Yeah. And if there are, then 
clue me in. So, you know, if it's easy. Yeah. It, you know, and that's the more complex it is. It, and I've dealt with the celebrity side of it, having a celebrity tied to, you know, and then the, you get into the. Are you talking about yourself in the third person? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Back when okay. David Mark Young. No, <laughs> no, I'm speaking cryptically. I'm just, I'm not speaking specific, but, um, you know, dealt with that side of it and there's, there's more to deal with it. It's just more moving parts. And, and then you've got, you know, a commitment there. Typically there's a contract in place, you know, you're paying royalties, whatever, whether it's per bottle or, um, you know, giving up equity, you know, it's, there's so many different variables, but yeah, it's, it's, I think that's the, that's the allure. Well, let me ask you this question then. Cause you're the guy, like you're the shopper, you know, all the stuff. Like, I you am. Go everywhere. Yeah. like are, scenario number one, you walk into a liquor store, you go to the bourbon section, hundreds of bourbons out there, right? Hundreds of, uh, right. of bourbons out there. Um, but you see one and you're like, Oh shit. This says Harrison Ford on it. I love Harrison Ford. I wanted to be, you know, I, I wanted to be Indiana Jones when I was a kid. I wanted to, you know, I, I wanted to be, you know, Han Solo. I'm going to buy this bottle. Right. You take it home. You open it. It sucks. You know, want to punch Harrison? Are you going to go buy another Han Solo bottle because it has Harrison Ford's, you know? Um, Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Admittedly, I do have some of those one and dones. You know, they're just cool bottles. And for whatever reason, you know, they look cool on the shelf or um, just something unique. Um, but no, hell no. Those are one and dones. Those are their gimmicks. And that's the. I get it. But there's no longevity there. You know, it could be a, a spy. I, I made this comment earlier. So this is where I'm going with this. So I'm sorry if I'm just hijacking the conversation and, and do. And I, and I, maybe there are listeners out there who are going to be like, dude, you're totally wrong. But if you, if, if I walked into a room and there and there was in front of me there were nine different tequila blancos on the table okay i i might i might be able to say that i like this one a little bit better than that one or this one you know but i i don't i don't know that i would be able to like I don't, I don't know that they would be that unique and that different and that maybe I'm wrong. I don't think I'm wrong, but you know, most of these brands are all sourcing from a handful of tequila producers, same yeah. producers anyway. These are same all white. Thing. Bunch of añejos. Ah, uh, yeah. I like this one better than that one, you know, whatever. Yeah. But I would, I'd take the challenge. I will take the challenge. I, and, and I'll put this challenge out there. Um, you want to, you know, you want to put a bunch of añejos in front of us, you and I, and whoever else is a big tequila person, 
could I taste one and be like, oh, that's Clooney's. Oh, that's Dwayne's. Oh, that's so-and-so's. Oh, that's... I don't think so. I, I don't... I, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think that's happening. Right. Bourbon is completely different. You put a whole bunch of four-year-old bourbons in front of people, and they are night and day different. Right. And oh, they... Yeah. You know, so... I I don't think the celebrity cachet works in the whiskey world the way that it works in the uh, agave space, if that makes sense. But I also like I don't I don't know why you know is I I don't know why right now in bourbon it's like oh this is so easy and it you know you can. I think because it's become so big, it, they, everybody just assumes it's that easy. Oh, we just need a bottle and a label and some juice and, and put it on a shelf. Mm -hmm. And it's all difficult. Every aspect of it is challenging. There's I don't know that there's any easy piece to it. Every literally, literally every every time you know every step of the way, there's some challenge. I, you know, and I'm not. I love it. I and i and i love problem solving um but navigating that path and i'm also process oriented so i as i've been building this thing i've been creating processes for you know acquiring barrels for example we get a pro we get a barrel in inventory we've got a process for it we incorporate it in inventory document it you know sample it rate it um weigh it all the things um but it's it, it's a challenge, it, you know, distribution, sourcing, blending, bottling, labels, and it's I, I wouldn't do it if I if I weren't able to create efficiencies or, or or gain efficiencies and create these processes that make it you know repeatable to to be able to do some of this stuff over and over. I, and over. This is what I said today. And finally, I got fed up with one of these clients, and I was like, you know what? I pinch myself every single day. Every day? For the... I, I, I don't know how it happened. I have no idea how it happened. But they found me. They had juice. I had a brand. The thing worked. Um, the thought of uh, trying to find... Uh, you know, outside capital to build something and having to manage all of the things through partners, through agencies. You know, I, I found a partner who had that all in-house. And had that not been the case, I don't know that we, you know, could have ever even gotten where we are right now. It, it is, it, it is maddening, maddeningly complicated. It is maddeningly complex. And every single time you turn around, something kicks you in the proverbial dick, as Ryan Cecil says. And I have just like the last two days have been on the phone and on these zooms with all these people who are like, this is so easy. We just throw some shit in a bottle and put it out there and everybody buys it. Right. And then we all get 
super duper duper wealthy right and yep. i'm just about i'm i'm not taking any more of those calls for the rest of the week because i'm done with them <laughs> you know you're highlighting a i i think a great more in-depth discussion and that's um and now i'm just, drinking more <laughs> not not just funding but the uh creation development evolution of the not just the brand but the company behind it and how all that comes together because you know you're highlighting the the numerous ways that you can do this you know th th there's that speculative yep i just need a I just need a, a big name. I need a capital investment group or person. And then I need to source all this crap, put the puzzle together and, and then sell a shit ton of it. Um, so there's that way, you know, I think, I think that's a high in the sky, but, but there's, you know, um, I find this very interesting because if you look at some of these, larger distilleries and um you know the money behind it i money doesn't necessarily solve all the problems you still got your um you know your, your relationships and your your um, supply chains and um you know your vendors all of this this takes cultivating and you know creation you're, you're creating this stuff over time it doesn't just happen overnight it's not just a one-stop shop boom all of a sudden it spits out a bottle of bourbon um but I think it would be interesting to, to have an episode where we, so make, make a list. This is, this is number one. I think it would be, um, a good discussion to talk about truly behind the scenes, kind of the foundation of the company and sort of how that's come together. I'm happy to share that, you know, about golden sheaf and the way that I approached it. Now it's we, and how we have structured the company you know and even kind of the roadmap behind the corporation and, and that sort of thing funding that type of thing i mean i've not taken out a single loan i've not taken on investors and that whatever you're super rich no one gives a shit you i don't know about that whatever <laughs> i wish dixon deadman so that's one subject i i think number two i think we had a we had a literally have a tequila have you ever heard of blending tequila is that even a thing blending tequila i mean i would imagine there's some blending of tequila happening I, look i've done tequila tastings i've paid out the nose for it i don't know how awful does this sound but um <laughs> man one of my favorite places in the world is is uh, you know in epcot at disney world they you know where they have all the different countries and in yeah. mexico there's a tequila cave and you can pay and they put you through this th and it was phenomenal. And then we got into the nuance and we started talking about distillation and entry proof and blah, 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 blah. And like, you know, and all that, like, how do you, where do your enzymes come from and blah, blah, blah. But great, fantastic. I'm just talking about you're just every day. We should do that. Let's, you know what? Let's do that. Let's, 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 let's we're going to uh, create a list, six, whether they're Blancos or Añejos, you're going to have to go buy them. I'm going to have to buy them. We're going to taste them side by side. And we're going to get, we're going to do it blind and figure out if we can tell the difference. And I say we get George or even, uh, we're talking to Yeah. Yeah. Get George. Cloning. 
Clooney. Yeah, yeah. We'll I'll track down Clooney. Shoot him a text. Yeah, he used or to come. To he used to come to the end all the time back in the there. Day. You go. Let's get yeah. let's get let's get one of these tequila bowls on me, here. Get, hang on, I'll text Clooney yeah. right now. <laughs> George, hey, no, George. <laughs> look, he, here's the. I finally said this today. When you talk about the money, like money, and I remember Mark Carter told me this not Wahlberg years years ago about the wine business, and then I've heard this said about the horse business thoroughbred business in Kentucky. And now people say it all the time about the bourbon business. You know, do you know, David, do you know how to make a small fortune in the bourbon business? Do you know how to make a small fortune in the bourbon business? Sell a shitload of bourbon. Start with a large fortune. <laughs> right. The, the rich keep getting richer. Yeah. No, yeah. that's the, you. You make a small one by starting with a large one. Yeah. Wow, that's good, Ted Lasso. I like that. Yeah. That's good. We have to yeah. put that on the believe on the title of this. Yeah, believe, believe. All right. That's Sorry great. about my rant. Sorry if no. That's I've good. Seems you know. Distracted. I want to. I got a lot going on today. But I know there's um, a lot. You know, I do. I do want to add real quick. You, you talked about Epcot and what was it, Tequila World or um, uh, Mexico? So. Mexico. In Mexico City. Have you ever been to Mexico City, the airport in Mexico City? No. There is a tequila world. Have you ever been to Heathrow Airport in the UK? No. There's a whiskey world. It's it's incredible. It's I've got videos of this tequila world and it's like a it's like a a gymnasium full of it's like tequila heaven. It's unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And then same with, with, with. Right, well, then maybe everything I've said is just a lie, but we're going to get Clooney's ass on here to talk about good. it soon. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. Cool. All right, bro. Sorry. Um, yeah. Listen, ice the cankles. Uh, love you. Um, I, I was coming in hot today. I, I had a lot oh, going on. I'm sorry. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Cheers, brother. Cheers. As always, like, yep. subscribe, share, comment. We'd love to see your feedback. We'll see you next time on Blending Bourbon. Cheers. <laughs>